In the picturesque Bavarian town of Oberammergau, two friends, Marcus and Thomas, are using the instructions found in an old Jewish diary to gain access to a World War II underground military base formerly co-named Kerusit. I'm Corey. And I'm Paul. And we are the, the B-Movie, B-Movie Bros. Here review B-Movies to the best of our ability. Sometimes we get off topic, but randomness is a gift. Well, it's the final week of January here, and... uh in, in Paul's honor, we are doing Zombie Nazi Month because that's what he wanted to do for his birthday. And uh, as a matter of fact, happy birthday, Paul, because today is your birthday. Why, thank you. So, you know, I, I hope you got what you wanted in uh, Bunker of the Dead from 2016. You heard what the uh, Amazon.com description had to say. How about we just dive right into this shit with our technical difficulties? Sounds good to me. All right. So, uh, it, it's your birthday. I'll have, I'll have you... You know, give the first of whatever you want. Alright, let's start with the bottom three first. Um, about halfway through the film, uh, Marcus releases some kind of super soldier alien thing that kills both humans and zombie Nazis. And it was kind of cool at the time, but they never actually explain it, so it just kind of comes off as an arbitrary occurrence. I didn't... I, if they were going to introduce that, they really should have done something with it. Number two, there's dramatic music playing during a lot of the film's more intense moments, which made no sense considering this is a found footage film. Was he just like playing it off his phone or something? I, I don't know what was going on there. It was really his weird. phone that got smashed halfway <laughs> yeah. through the film. <laughs> yeah, they still keep playing the same dramatic music. Um, and number one, Marcus's friend says that the military couldn't find this zombie Nazi base, which was just kind of there in the middle of the woods. However, they seem to have no problem finding it. And then the military finds it afterwards. I don't, did they just kind of stumble upon it or something? It really didn't make much sense at all. So for me, number three. The soldiers in this movie, for the most part, are useless. Marcus has no problem dispatching zombies one after another, yet it doesn't seem like the soldiers can kill one through all of their combined efforts. With the exception of O'Neill, who becomes, like, Marcus's love interest, I guess. Yeah, they were pretty useless overall. Number two. After taking off Marcus's handcuffs, the soldiers tell him he can't have a gun. Even though they unhandcuffed him to help. What the fuck? What kind of help is he going to be against zombie Nazis when he's unarmed? Like, that makes absolutely no sense. If you, if you want him to help, let him fucking help. Number one, the sequence during the credits scene is actually like extremely long and boring. It kind of explains what led up to the film uh, for the characters Marcus and Thomas, but really, you didn't need any more explanation than they gave when the film like actually started. So the point was kind of moot by that time. And it really just could have been left out. For the top three, number three, I actually kind of like found footage films, and this one actually did a pretty good job with with that kind of concept. It kind of reminded me of a first-person shooter. Number two, the main characters were actually kind of likable. They didn't seem forced as characters in most found footages seem to be. And number one, Zombie Hitler made an appearance. And let's be honest, you can't have a, have the Fourth Reich without Zombie Hitler. Just I wouldn't be right. So for me, number three. Just like Paul said, you know, this movie is done entirely in the first-person perspective, and it's actually done pretty well. They're able to keep interest through the film and not really lose sight of this being what it's about. Zombie Nazis. 
Number two, this film is action-packed. Between chase scenes, crowbarring zombies, and shooting things, there's barely a dull moment to catch your breath. And, you know, I can appreciate any film that like, just really goes out of its way to keep things moving. Number one, zombie Hitler and the zombie Hitler fight scene. Because, you know, when you come face-to-face -face with zombie Hitler, you don't just shoot him in the face. You throw your gun aside, and you challenge him to a round of fisticuffs. Because that's what any real man would do. And that's what they do in this film. Exactly. That's how World War II should have ended. Something we didn't really mention, but I think deserves mentioning for this film, was uh, the dialogue. So let's have ourselves a good old-fashioned quote war. We'll quote this film back and forth. I think I'm, I'm going to go first on this one. I hope you step on a landmine, you fucking cocksucker. I will stick my imaginary foot up your ass. Cloaking device activated. Do I look like a fucking sailor to you? Shit is the water cold. Oh, aliens. Fucking aliens. Whoa, fuck! Attacking boobs! Heil Hitler. And that ends this episode edition of Quote Wars. If you have a favorite quote from this film, would like to tell us who won this episode's edition of Quote Wars, or anything about this film in general, please let us know in the comments below or on our website, bmoviebros. Com. I think we've come to the point where uh, we should give this movie our final take. Remember, friends, our final take is a score on our shot scale. Our shot scale is a reverse scale. 1 to 10, 1 being the best, 10 being the worst. How many shots do you need to get through this film? I gave it a 2 out of 10. I gave it a 4 to 10. I have to say that Bunker of the Dead is a nearly non-stop first-person ride through a zombie Nazi-infested bunker. The lighting and acting aren't very good, but it lends to the first-person view and believability of the film. The lighting, at least, does. There's action throughout plenty of the film, keeping it, you know, interesting for a good amount. The dialogue is pretty well done, and, you know, they make a lot of pop culture references, which aren't dated yet. There are zombies all over the place, and it really feels like the characters can meet their doom at any minute. I really just wish I had a VR headset and some headphones to watch this movie, like, on my phone. I think it would be a totally radical way to do that and really be a completely immersible experience. Bunker of the Dead played out like most found footage films. You have a protagonist walking around some creepy area, getting attacked by some kind of supernatural thing, and for some reason he never actually drops the camera he's holding. The twist in this one is that the main character, Marcus, is looking for Nazi gold, but accidentally finds zombie Nazis. The movie plays out like a first-person shooter in the ways of like Doom or Half-Life 2. The main character was actually kind of entertaining, and the zombies were not really all that scary, though, or realistic looking. They were also pretty easy to kill, even though they managed to kill a bunch of trained soldiers for some reason. They were just extra useless, I guess. Still, Bunker of the Dead had some pretty clever moments, and managed to keep my attention throughout its entire runtime. There's also a fair amount of plot holes that seemed to go unresolved, which kind of annoyed me. It was definitely better than other zombie found footage films like Diary of the Dead. Hey, you know one thing I noticed in this film? So, at one point, Marcus says to his friend that he's going to kick his ass Freeman style. And he spends the, fir the first part of the film holding a crowbar. And the way the um, bunker is, it kind of reminds me of a few places in Half-Life 2. So I think this movie just confirmed Half-Life 3. Badass. I know not everyone likes the kind of same kind of shit that we do. So we like to give every B-movie we review an A-movie companion and tell you why these movies are the same, just of different standards and caliber. For me, I gave my A-movie companion to the 2015 film Hardcore Henry. Because both films are action-centric movies filmed in the first-person perspective.
Is that seriously the only reason you picked? Yes. Yes, it is. I picked The Producers from 1967, because both movies are about a group of characters trying to create either a movie or a play. In The Producers, the characters create a Broadway play called Springtime for Hitler, in the hopes that, th that it would fail and they would be able to cash in on the tickets they sold without having to have a second show. In Bunker of the Dead, Marcus tried documenting his attempts to find Nazi gold supposedly hidden in a secret bunker that was not very well hidden. Both films feature Hitler in some way, and the producers had an actor playing Hitler in their play Springtime for Hitler, and there's a zombified Hitler in Bunker of the Dead. And number three, in the end, the play or film being made didn't go quite as planned. Springtime for Hitler ended up being a big success, which led to the characters getting arrested at the end of the producers. And in Bunker of the Dead, Marcus doesn't find, find any zombie gold, but instead finds zombie Nazis. So there you have it. For an A-movie version, check out Hardcore Henry or The Producers. The original version of The Producers, not the remake. Now, I think it's time we tell everybody how to drink away the flick. Drink away the flick. Come on and grab your drink. Let's drink away the flick. Bum, 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 bum. We'll give some drinking games for this film, but remember, friends, drink responsibly. Number one, every time Marcus sets down a hub, take a drink. Number two, any time gold is mentioned, take a drink. Number three, every time people are surprised by the zombies, take a drink. Number four, whenever the alien appears on screen, take a drink. And of course, number five, because it's Zombie Nazi Month, every time you see a swastika, take a drink. Every time Marcus picks up a new weapon, take a drink. Every time Marcus flirts with a female soldier, take a drink. Every time someone is dragged off screen, take a drink. Every time the military makes the situation worse, take a drink. And those are your ways to drink away this flick. If you have any thoughts about this movie or anything else B-Movie related, you can leave us a comment on iTunes or SoundCloud. You can also email us at bmoviebros at gmail.com. You can like us on Facebook at facebook.com dash bmoviebros. Follow us on Twitter at bmoviebros or my personal Twitter at bmovieball. You can check out all our other content, including reviews, interviews, and chats on our website, bmoviebros.com, where we have new shows each week. If you want to support the show, consider donating to our PayPal or Patreon accounts. Links provided below. Well, we've come to the end of January, so let's rank the movies that we've seen. Um, for me, number four, Shockwaves, 1977. Extremely, very boring. The zombie Nazis, not so zombie-like, and they're killed by sunlight when they take off their goggles. Not very Nazi-like. Number three, Oasis of the Zombies, 1982. The zombie Nazis are more zombie-like. They kill people regular ways, but again, they're killed very easily, just with fire. For me, the number two and number one spots were very hard to dish out, um, and I think it, 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 it came down to one factor for me. So in the number two spot, I put Dead Snow. Although Dead Snow overall is kind of the best movie, you know, has all around comedy and characters and zombie Nazis in action. I have to give the number one spot to Bunker of the Dead. It's got good action, it's got fun dialogue, but above all else, it's got zombie Hitler. And that just takes this zombie Nazi movie up to the next level. And that's why I gave the top spot to Bunker of the Dead. Well, there you go. For number four, I put Shockwaves. 
I don't remember watching it, but I remember watching The Last Jedi, and I didn't like that movie, so it gets number four. For number three, Oasis of the Dead. I mean, it had zombies, it had Nazis, and that was about it. Number two is Bunker of the Dead. I, it was a lot better than I expected, but still doesn't hold a candle to Dead Snow, which I put for number one. So there you have it. Well, January is about to be over. Next week will be February. And, you know, this year we're going to be honoring Black History Month by doing our very own Black Exploitation Film Month. And, you know, what better way to start than with the 1976 film Black Shampoo? Because nothing says black culture better than chainsaw-wielding hairstylists seeking revenge against white mobsters. Of course. So, until next time, friends, be brave, be alive, and be back for more.